I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, this, this is, is us. us. This, this is, is us. us. <laughs> this is us. We got Candace in the house. There's in the house. Haley in the house. And, and you guys in the house. house. <laughs> we tried. Danny, we miss you. We tried. We all looked at each other like, who's going to do the <laughs> intro song? When do we start it? And we all just went. It's definitely a feel thing. Yeah. Feel you're like, kind of go with it. Yes, <laughs> we got the flow. So, surprise, guys. We were off last week, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties. So, I apologize. I know we had so many people hit us up saying, where is the after show? So, we figured on the week off, when we're not actually having an episode, we'll come on. How about yeah. that? So much fun. We'll catch up. We'll catch up. We'll have a good night. So, what's up, everyone? Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Candice Cruz, and I'm joined by my lovely ladies. It's girls' night, y'all. Girls' night. And Nothing it feels all right. Oh, I, didn't I didn't know I was leading y'all to a song. <laughs> no, we were trying. Uh, the songs are not catching on no, tonight, guys. We've got the unpopular opinion, Paris Rose. Yes, hey, guys. Missed you guys last week, so yeah, happy to be here. And the queen of AfterBuzz, Haley Gray. Hello, everybody. All your shows. I've been talking about my waves. Do your waves, yes. You know? Guys, I'll be in the live chat talking with y'all all all episode. Keep giving me all of your thoughts because we love it. Yes. So... Obviously, this was last week, so I had to rewatch yeah. to kind of get refreshed with everything that happened in episode 15. And it was Clouds, I believe, yes. is what it was called. Yes. Which I really don't know where. Does anyone get the relation to that title? The clouds pass mm. by. I'm trying to be deep here, but uh, no. I, I, I was, was like, C-word. yeah. Hmm. If anyone understands the importance of that title, let me know because I really did not see the correlation. But. Overall, what did you guys think of the whole episode? I really liked this episode. I really, I know we've been harsh about Randall's anxiety, um, but I actually really liked his journey through um, with the therapist and how irritated he got and then came back around. I just thought it was a very realistic depiction of how Randall would handle that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I liked everything about this episode. It felt like an OG episode for me and the fact that we did get some flashbacks, but then we also got a good chunk of Kevin... Kate and Randall in this episode. Mm. So that's what made me really enjoy it. Yeah, I I heard so many people love it last week. Like, so many people were like, oh my gosh, it was such a good episode. And I felt like it was a great episode, but it was a very chill episode. Yeah. Like, there weren't any heightened stakes. It was very, to me, yeah. it was great. Um, it was OG. This is us. Um, I really did love the therapist element for Randall. And... Yeah, I mean, I liked it a lot. It wasn't my favorite of the season, but I definitely feel like the OG vibes where I was like, okay, yeah. this is cool. Like, this is a good episode. We got the flow going yep. type of thing. I feel like it, it answered some questions. It kept it moving along. Yes. I think it yes. kept it, the narrative yeah. moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was fluid. It went very quickly. It was a really good episode. So we're going to cover tonight by, there wasn't a lot of kids, so we're not going to do the young versus old, really. We're going to do Randall, then Kevin, and then Kate. And then obviously we'll have some news and gossip and our tearjerker moments, which is replaced <laughs> with, I mean, it's tissue one ply, <laughs> but tissue. <laughs> One ply, two ply, three ply, four ply, all the plies. <laughs> exactly. So we'll be doing that later on in the episode, so keep watching for that, guys. Also, fun fact, Ellen is on top of things and says the episode's title is referring to Joni Mitchell's album, Cloud. Oh, I should have known that. Ding, 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 ding. I we actually should have known that. That is Thank awesome. Thank you. I would have never gotten that. 
I didn't. I, <laughs> I love that so album. Thank you. So I should. I'm slow. Oh. I really should have known that. <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, yeah. light bulb moment. <laughs> I, I was like, album. oh. At least it's, okay, at least it's not something, like, super deep that we just all missed. Right. Yeah, they would have been like, well, the cumulus and the, the yes. rain <laughs> rises and then it turns into a <laughs> No, too much, too much. So, um, obviously, we're just going to, like, let the cat out of the bag here and just hit Randall right yeah. from the get-go. So, let's have at it. Yes. Um, Randall's you know, I was actually therapist. a little bit team Randall, not his outburst towards the therapist, yeah. mm-hmm. but him being kind of thrown back by her being like, kind of fanning out, like, yeah, I know everything about it. I watched, she's like, I thought it was one thing to say, I know who you are. Yeah. But then she was like, yeah, I've heard your speeches, all of them. Uh, it was a little, it was right? a little creepy, yeah. like, okay, you're, so you're a fan and now you're my therapist. And so I'm going to tell this fan everything about me. I felt mm. a little, like I could understand where Randall was coming from. Right. See, and I almost took it on the flip side in that I took it more as she didn't like him. That Mm. she's heard his speeches, she's heard his story and to me it came across, and it might have just been the way that Sterling K. Brown was taking on the situation, because to me I took what he was portraying as her reacting negatively because when she, when he starts trying to tell his story, she's like yeah, 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 okay, I know this part about you I've heard all your speeches. And to me it almost made it feel like she was trying to get across that he was almost being shallow and not really diving into who he really is. He's just telling her kind of, oh, his, here's my story. Like, this is what it is, but not actually telling his story. Mm. So that's how I took it as she was almost t- looking at him as a negative, not okay. like fanning. Yeah. I took it a different way. Oh, that's so oh, fascinating. That but there's so many different ways. For me, it almost felt like she was giving him permission to like, okay, I already know this about you, so like, let's not don't tell me the figmented story that you tell everybody over and over and over again yes. like i'm trying to get deeper with yeah, you yeah i was like so on the kind of I, like, I was like on the similar pages yeah too. very similar but i didn't read it as negative yeah. or positive it just kind of felt like no i got that i already know that so like yeah. let's just not even like you don't have to tell me cuz we all yeah. have our own narratives around our lives yeah. right we and we tell it all the time yeah. like we it's it's got its spark notes we hit every bullet point <laughs> and we know it and we say it so many times and i have a couple myself that i i know i do so he it just almost sounded like he was regurgitating things that he like spouts off but at the same time i did not like that she even brought that up yeah, because the fact that she knew. Him. Yeah, because my thing is, is like, I mean, maybe it's just because we live in LA and we know there's so many like famous people that are walking around, and yeah. you just kind of have to treat them. I mean, you should yeah. always treat yeah. them like regular people because yeah. they are, and there should be a level of like confidentiality there. Yeah. Yeah. And if she really wants to give a disclaimer, she should have done it from the very beginning yes. Yes. and just said, "I know of you." You can feel safe. This is all right. staying yeah. here. Leave it at that. Yeah, I think she should have either done it at the beginning or allowed him to get comfortable and then kind of yes. been like, hey, I'm glad you went here with me because I've actually did my research. I've heard your speeches. I knew about your story, but mm-hmm. I'm glad you were willing to go deeper. Yeah. You know, like done it one yeah. of the two ways. And I wonder, I mean, I don't know anything about being a psychologist or anything yeah. or whatnot, but I wonder if you do have a high-profile client if you are supposed to look into research in order to kind of get a diagnosis, but yeah. isn't that almost a false diagnosis because you're only getting what the press is putting right. out? I, I really don't know. It's very fascinating to me. But um, outside of her relationship with him, what did you guys think of how Randall dealt with therapy in general? To me, he felt, dealt with it exactly as I 
anticipated him to being just, okay, I'm here. I'm going through the motions because all the people around me think that they know what's best for me. So I'm going to be here doing it for them. You know, I feel like Randall doesn't just do things for himself. He has to have a justification behind it and some sort of validation to why he's there. Like he wasn't there because he thought he should be there. He right off the bat is like, my daughter Tess goes to therapy. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing this because they think it's going to, it helps her. So maybe it'll help me. It's like, it's never about him Mm -hmm. even though he makes it like it's like not about him but about him at the same time and that's exactly how he went about the entire process yeah i almost feel like he kept trying to fake her out like outsmart her Mm -hmm. and i feel like i probably do the same thing at the beginning or like rationalize everything like every point he's like uh I see what you're doing. Yeah, there. I, think uh, I already got out of that. Right. Oh, this is all part of it. Yes. Like you do that to to cause anxiety, and then I'll have to admit. Yeah. So he yeah. almost like psyched himself out before he could even do anything. Yeah. He like gave himself therapy before he gave therapy. Exactly. Poor guy. I, I felt know. like it was a very Randall response, but yes. I'm still kind of surprised by how. Like, um, irritated he was by it all. He's so good with his emotions, and and that was a little annoying, though. Come on. (laughs) And then when you find out it's just a coffee maker that that you can just turn off, I was like, girl, just turn the damn thing off. I thought it was like a heater. heater. I knew, I knew, I know that sound. I knew it was the water dripping oh. on a coffee thing. I knew <laughs> what that sound was. You should be a Foley artist. I knew what that sound was. I was like, well, I had no clue. I thought it was yeah. a heater. And so I'm like, well, she can't control it. But to know that she could have just turned it off, I would have been annoyed too. So I'll give Randall that. But he was like, he called her out. He was like, yeah. Yeah, you have this stupid painting. You have the coffee maker. Just turn it off. Old like, magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 2017. Yeah. I'm like, God. So Listen, I don't have a new subscription, okay? Yeah. I'm trying to keep you all entertained with one. I have. I didn't expect all of that from Randall. I mean, of course, he does come back and apologize, but the outburst was alarming to me. See, yeah. and I think for me, watching it just on full display, I don't know that Randall... Randall knows he has anxiety, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's ever come to terms with his anxiety mm-hmm. because... The way he suppresses his emotions and ultimately causing him to have these really like breakdowns and these mental breaks, that's showing that he's never taken the proper steps to really address it Mm -hmm. and to get better. So I think it's because he's just never wanted to. And this whole process now is the beginning of him really taking on his anxiety, but I think he very much feels uncomfortable with it and he's uncomfortable because he's never really wanted to acknowledge it. Absolutely. And I think going off of that, too, when he went on his, like, rant at the end, it's like, I know I have these qualities about myself, but they're good qualities. Like, I don't want to lose him. I almost feel like he kind of, I don't want to say he likes his anxiety, but I think he likes all the qualities that cause him anxiety in himself, which is fine. But I think he also is in such denial, just Mm -hmm. in general, or on the defense. Like, I know whenever I get on the defense about something that I already know I'm doing wrong, yeah. or there's something that I don't want to address, or whatnot. I automatically come from the defense rather than like me too. You know, it's a coping mechanism, yep. right? So he's automatically trying to psych himself out so that he doesn't have to like. And I think with him, like we just even went further with like his mom, mm. and we got even deeper into why he really started to develop anxiety, and it started at such a young age that. It was just like, wow, this man has been dealing with this his entire life and has never actually dealt with it. Yeah. And the only like coping mechanisms yeah. that he does know, we learned that Jack introduced him mm-hmm. to running, yeah. which I think Jack, it was a great tool. Running does help. Exercise helps in general. Right. Um, so, But that's all Jack knew. Obviously, therapy was not a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's just now and yeah. getting um, 
not becoming such, so stigmatized. So I think it was cool that Jack introduced mm-hmm. it to him and that he yeah. used it throughout his life. And and I don't even know though that what's even crazier to think about is this time frame. I don't even think it was necessarily just therapy that wasn't talked about. Men expressing their emotions wasn't even a real thing at the Mm -hmm. time. You know, we even see it a lot in Jack that he always tries to be, oh, the man's got to be the man of the family. You got to be the strongest and you have to really be the foundation of your family when in reality it doesn't need to be that way. And so I think he was trying to do what he thought was best Mm -hmm. by he knew something in his son wasn't not not normal, but just like he knew something was off with Randall mm-hmm. and he needed a way to cope and release it. So he just being a dad was like, I'm going to take him r- to run. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, that's just yeah, how they handled it at the it's time. It's like a little Band-Aid almost. Yeah, yeah no, it, it is. Plaster it on, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's also interesting like to see how much children put on themselves. Yeah. Inadvertently. Because, you know, Jack and Rebecca were amazing parents. We all have our flaws. They all had their things yeah. that they were trying to fix. But like... Randall just innately thought that he had to be the provider or the person. And then, like, he took that on because other people were lacking in their time of grief when Jack died. So it's like... And he even talks about it. He's like, if if I don't do it, then who's going to do it in my family? Yeah. yeah. Like, they will fall apart. And she's yeah. like, will they? Yeah. Which, that Which, just set him off. Yeah. Like, like w- will they? You know what? <laughs> I'm done And here. then he gets a text message. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll talk about in a second. But how do you all feel about the conversation that Randall had with Beth after therapy? I was proud. I was more so proud of Beth. Mm-hmm. Because I can only imagine how difficult that must be to... You're trying to cope with everything that just happened to your family as well. From the break-in to everything, just your husband getting a new job, you starting a new job, y'all's family moving, just everything. She's been trying to be the rock of that family, and eventually that rock is also going to shake. And the fact that she couldn't communicate with her husband because she was afraid Mm, that it was going to be too much, that burden alone was just so deep. And the two of them did an amazing job on screen to really depict this hard conversation. But I was just like, wow, I didn't I didn't see that going that direction. And I do love Randall and Beth's relationship so much because they do have those conversations. Definitely. And I think Definitely. so many people, when they're in relationships, do the surface stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, we can even see that depicted in Kate and Toby's relationship, mm-hmm. that they're just now finally figuring out, oh, we need to talk. Yes. Yeah. And, like, really talk. Not everything is sunshine and rainbows. No, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not, like... Sometimes you do have to take a back seat to your partner once in a while, but it's not an always situation. Yeah. And I'm glad that Beth actually, like stood her ground. She's like, no, I need this. Like, please. Yeah. Like, Beth is such a a strength for both of them, Mm -hmm. for the family in general. And so sometimes when people are so strong, you think they're okay and they don't need help. And so I'm glad that she was able to admit, like, I have to take pills for her. Like, Mm -hmm. I am not doing well. And I I felt really bad for Beth. I I never, I also just disregarded her pain, too. Do y'all think it's interesting how Randall naturally um, cause I see, do see a lot of in young Rebecca and in Beth that their personalities are very similar, very mm. much the emotional strongholds of the family. They are that rock. All their children look up to them. Like they are just the pinnacle of their families. Mm. It's interesting to me though, that Randall doesn't necessarily, I guess, treat Beth in the same regard that he treated his mom. Like he treats his mom almost as if she's always been fragile. And I think that's why he felt the need to always take care of her and be the man of the house, the man of the family. But I almost feel like he doesn't feel that same pressure with Beth. And I think it's interesting because they're so similar. That is fascinating. But I also do think that 
I think that Beth leads more alpha yeah. than Rebecca does. Yeah. I think Rebecca has alpha when she needs to, like with yeah. uh, a couple yeah. episodes ago yeah. where she went with, with, Mark. Kate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Mark and with Kate. But I don't think she leads from that like energy yeah. where I think Beth does because of what she went through with her father. Sure. And they met when Randall was going through so much that she yeah. kind of almost always started. Ha- always has been that. Yeah, yeah. and taking yeah. care of him. She's always been the matriarch taking care of him versus yeah. him taking care of her. So yeah. it's a little. Yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense too. It's really interesting. But moving on from that, or before we move on to that, we obviously have to talk to you guys about our lovely After Buzz and the reason why we're here. Of course, the reason why we're here is for you guys and for us as well because we are super fans of so many shows. Haley definitely is. <laughs> and we love speaking with you guys. We love that you engage with us on and off of um, mm-hmm. of YouTube. There's Spotify. It's amazing. So if you are listening on Spotify, though, make sure you give us those five stars. And if you're watching our lovely faces on YouTube, give us a thumbs up or thumbs down. You know, we're open. Or, I mean, or, hey, no, no, no thumbs, thumbs down. up only. Only thumbs up. We accept all opinions here. We <laughs> <laughs> do. Un- miss unpopular opinion herself. Exactly. <laughs> and we just want to thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV talk. There we the go. The more you know. Yes. Speaking of which, in our chat, we have, uh, where did this go? Oh, Ellen also wants to let us know that I thought the report card section with the little big three was really well done. It showed how each of them deal with that kind of pressure situation. And I thought, Ooh. like, 100%. I loved the way they did that scene as well. That is a good one. Yeah. Okay, wait. Out of the three, who were you when you were a kid when you got your report card? Randall. Mm, definitely Randall. Randall. <laughs> we have three Randalls <laughs> at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. sometimes, maybe towards middle school, like the age that they were in, maybe a little bit of Kate when like other factors started to come mm-hmm. into play where it's like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm doing great in school, but so-and-so made me feel this way. Yes. So yeah. definitely a toss-up between the two of them because I don't think I ever would have gone to a teacher and, like, begged for a grade change. But the way I performed in school through grades was, like, a huge part of, like, I felt, like, reflective of who I was. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I did once. (laughs) (laughs) I would ask for, like, is there any extra credit I could do? Yeah, any extra credit. I would have never asked them to just change the grade. I think I would have, like, asked to do some extra work to, like, push it up a little bit. But... Let us yes. know in the chat. I'm curious. <laughs> which one out of the little big three were you growing up in grade It's like school? a Myers-Briggs test. Which yeah. one are you? Let's I'm find sure out. A, I'm sure there's a BuzzFeed test being made right now. Right now. Oh, it should yep. be. Or we can make our own. True. Right. Let's True. do it, guys. Well, let's go on into a little bit happier or... What oh, is wait, the... wait. This is a really good okay, comment. Okay, what's a good one? Tell sorry, me, tell sorry, me, tell sorry, me. Sorry, She expanded and said, for example, like, I think she was getting the point across that it really showed how their older personalities became to be because right. she said, Randall always tries and fixes his issues head on. Kate runs away when things get tough, and Kevin tries to divert attention away from the bad parts of his life. Very wow. true. Wow. That oh, is gross. great you insight. That's you normal. are our yeah. guest. Host yeah. tonight. Yes, she's she taking the spot. Yeah. She's that right was here. good. I'm I'm proud of that thought. Yeah. I, I feel like that's. A- <laughs> I have to clap she for that. Normally, yeah, like normally that's where my brain goes in this type of stuff. That, was, that was great. Good. That was really good. Um, I lost my train of thought on that we one. We were in Kevin I, and Rebecca. Yes. Happier times. Happier times. You're looking for the a word, but I don't know what. Not word. silver lining or like the um. The what le- is it? Whenever it's like happy, but like sad. It's not nostalgic. It's um. The mm. word is on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Okay. Well, right. hopefully like, someone can get it almost, to me in there. 
they were almost a little bit of comic relief, but it also like wasn't entirely comical the whole time. But like I yes. feel like it lived under that umbrella of the episode. I that think it was so. like attempted to be the more lighthearted part. Or at least that's what Kevin's role is kind of to be to their family. Yes. Bittersweet. There we go. Ha-ha! Bittersweet. She was the thinking of the word the whole time you were I talking. I was listening. No, I was like, <laughs> hey, I knew if I kept talking, I would get you there. <laughs> Bittersweet. You teamwork. I was like, I'm just going to keep talking. Bittersweet. Because obviously we got to see a little bit of Kevin and Rebecca's relationship. First of all, flashback with Kevin. I did not appreciate the way he talked to his mother. I know. When he told her that she was really cool. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't think kids realize, and I know I didn't realize, the yeah. impact of, like, our words on yeah. our parents. Like, if I was a parent, that would have been a dagger to my heart. It was a dagger to Rebecca's heart. Like, I try so hard to take yeah. care of you and to make you happy and live your best life, and you tell me I'm not fun. <laughs> my mom would have been like, no, I'm not fun. I pay the bills. I work hard. Right that's right. why. <laughs> So um, you can but, have your own fun because <laughs> of me. So. I think this one stung especially hard because he said, "I wish I was like with Sophie's yes. mom." Yes, the and comparison he, oh, that's yes. always he knew yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, oh, of course he did. Yeah, 100%. Kevin is master manipulator. Yes. yes, he knows that sweet little smile will work every time, and it did. And it, I mean, he's such a cute little boy. He, he's the casting is amazing. He's cute throughout his life. I'm yes. like, okay, Rebecca, you gotta give yes. in to little Kevin. Like, Let's go baseball but, card shopping. But I love how the writers always still trigger how their lives affected them when they're older. Yes. Yes. How like the line when he brought up like, man, you're doing this for Kate and this for Randall. Why can't you just do a little something for me? Yeah, you know, yep. and like it just. The parallels that they continue in the show, it never ceases to amaze me. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved um, that moment where they were, like, just blowing the gum and hanging yes, out yeah. and doing the thing. And he obviously, like, at the end goes to buy yep. the card yes. back and, like, put it in his wallet. And that's going to be so special. Yes. One, moving down one the road. Of, yeah, one of the, they did that for a exact reason. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Well, um, their day out. I thought was so sweet. Like the season Carpe Diem, Rebecca. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was very cute. Their hunt for Joni Mitchell's house. Yes, okay. I want to eat that dangerous food. What's that dangerous food? What's yeah. that food that you're always telling me? Blowfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's a dangerous food? I know. Right? So I was like, I, oh. But as soon as that, I was like. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very yeah. dangerous. Those are my thoughts too. Yeah. She's like, "Cool, if I'm going to have all this, I might yeah. as well eat dangerous food." Yeah, yes. But it was fun, but also at the same time, it's like they're saying goodbye. Like, oh, let's do all these fun things before Rebecca passes away. That's how I felt it was. So mm. for me, that bittersweet really works because I was thinking. Okay, but they're treating her like she's dying like tomorrow or something. Like, yeah. let's just get this yeah. all out of the way now. And I, I don't know if I love that, but I do. I mean, at the same time, though, it could happen in, like, an instant. Yeah. It could be, yeah. like, she's fine now, and obviously we've seen the flash-forwards that it does get dramatically yeah. worse in a year. Yeah. So, I mean, these are your last moments where, like, she still knows you yeah. and still remembers those little stories that she yeah. can share with you, you know? like. That's and, true. of course, Kevin had just figured it out. He had yeah. just found out that this was happening. So, you kind of have to, like... And he handled it really well. He did, yeah. yeah. I think we're seeing so much maturity in his character, mm-hmm. which is very appreciated because I was a little skeptical of Kevin the first couple years, but now like he's really, really starting to round out his character. And yeah. what I really appreciate, though, is that they still kept the value of who Kevin is in the family as a part of this. Mm-hmm. When she was like, I need you to treat me the same. Because I'm sure... 
she's starting to feel it from Kate and Randall already. And just the way they treat her, like, she's going to break in any second. And especially Randall always just, like, if she forgets the smallest thing, it's, like, oh, here's the disease, you know? In reality, like, she is older. She will forget things. It's not always going to be it, but I think... Knowing Kevin, he finally, I think, has figured out his role in their family. Mm. And that was really special. And accepts it. Because that's a huge thing, too. Because she even was talking about, like, I know that you have this gift. And I'm sure it also is very frustrating because sometimes you don't get taken seriously. Yes. And I was like, wow, that is really interesting that, like, sometimes our best quality is the one that we see as our downfall yeah. because we're either taken too seriously or not seriously enough or whatever that may be. So, I thought that was really yeah. like a sweet moment. I like these moments she's having with the big three. Like yeah. with right. Kate, she uplifted her at the pool when yes. they had their moment. I think Kevin really needed to hear this from her yes. because I think he really finds as a flaw that he's the yeah. fun one. No one takes him seriously. Mm-hmm. And she found a way to twist the words around to like actually make him feel good about these things. So I'm like, yeah. okay. I think she needs to have her moment with Randall though. I don't think she's I had that. I don't think that. they've had that moment yet. Yeah. No, I don't think so. And I think we don't really see a lot of Kevin and Rebecca in general. Like no, they're yeah. not close. No. He's not close with either of his parents really. He just kind of fly by the night kind of guy, you know. But um, And then the Joni Mitchell house. There's the clouds reference. (laughs) I thought that was very sweet. Yeah, it was cool. It was was much more real, I want to say, for, I don't know about y'all, but for me living in California and knowing that those things are very possible and Uh that you can just go look in your phone and be like, where's this house at? And basically go find it. And so that made it much more real watching it and kind of more special to me. But it was just, and the fact that he was able, he was like, yeah, being a celebrity, you it's like a fast track to whatever you want in life. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I guess this is a perk. But I really enjoyed yeah. when Rebecca, because he was like, all right, I'm ringing the doorbell or whatever, and try and yeah. buzz him. And then she was just like, well, the gate's kind of open. <laughs> we like, can sneak yeah, in the right. yeah. I was like, that was cute. That was a good moment. I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, I did that with um, Marilyn Monroe's house. Yeah. <laughs> When oh, I first came out here. I've got to look for it. Yep. I haven't done that yet. It is. I will let you know where it is. And you can also Google a lot of these like yeah. star houses. But yeah. they're sold. People live there. Yeah. So you kind of have to yeah. be like, sorry, you live in an iconic house. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do, but I, I really want to see it. this. I'm like, sure I they know I just it. want to take a picture in front of your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, but obviously, Kevin does remember the appointment, and we get yes. the results yeah. of everything. Yeah. And he texts Randall, and Randall's like, at the peak of his argument, yes. and the anxiety, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, he took her to the appointment. <laughs> he's like, I'm sure that will go well. It's like, bruh. Yeah. Like, He's so yeah. much resentment. It's Ugh. unbelievable. I'm actually not to go not to backtrack, but I'm excited for them to just really They're dig in. They're gonna hash it out next yeah. week. Just really dig in there. It's gonna open up the wound and pour the salt yeah. in because that's where it's going. Oh yeah. Yes. I'll tell you that. But they finally got the results. We obviously knew that was coming. Yeah. Um and I'm interested to see what happens with Miguel as well. Yeah. Like I know we're not in predictions yet, but he's there for the announcement, but the future he's not there. So I'm like, what happens in the yeah, interim between the two? Like, where does he go? Yeah. And I also, know. Nikki didn't age in the future, just as a random tidbit in my brain. Like, oh yeah, in the future sure. shot, Nikki looks prime, yeah. and Rebecca's <laughs> laying in bed looking. Well, the, the like, disease may have did, aged her more, maybe. I don't I know. I don't know, but I was like. <laughs> It's true. Mm, you're only a few years younger, sir. You should look older. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But to round out the big three, we obviously have Kate, 
and yes. Kate and Madison and Kate and Toby. Share your opinion on Kate and Madison because I know that you were oh, saying yes. earlier that that was like your. I loved the conversation between yeah. Kate and Madison. I thought Madison had some great gems, um, yeah. especially about Toby, because Kate at this moment's in her prime of like Toby sucks. Yeah. You know, I'm not accepting anything <laughs> yeah. he does. And she's like, well, maybe could you think that, you know, he's listening to what you're saying and he's, you know, is he not allowed to share his feelings? Shouldn't it be, you know, why she's had sex with Kevin? Mm -hmm. It's because he saw her, like he knew all about Mm -hmm. her, knew her flaws and still wanted her. And so I thought that's an important part of a partnership to share your fears and be comfortable and not attacked for it. And I liked that out of all people, it was Madison to drop this really intellectual bomb. I felt like the writers have listened to our after show and they're like, (laughs) we're going to use their gyms and give them to Madison (laughs) just in the script version. I was like, this sounds very familiar of what we were saying. Yeah. Well, and I I still like, because, you know, I look for the breadcrumbs and how she talks about, oh, I've listened to X amount of relationship podcasts because someday maybe I'll be in one and it's like, (gasps) that someday and then she like, there was another one that I'm blanking on right now, but there is like at least two more that also hinted about Kevin and her relationship that I caught on to in this one, and I was like, they're not saying these words accidentally. But then also... Oh, no, it was when Toby was like, is she going to be my sister-in-law? Oh, yeah. I was like... Oh, you don't just right. you don't just say that. But two weeks ago, you said when I they know. were on the set. No, I still want them. Good. I still want them to be. I still want it to be. You got to keep your mind open. You I still know, want it we got to keep it I just, all open. I evolve. Yeah, I evolve good. with the show. She's a butterfly. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm evolving. She's evolving with it. I love it. I also loved Madison's handstand. <laughs> Oh, oh my, I know. Like I know. He had me upside down at one point. I'm like, no, sister, She's what's like, here? Imagine no. it. Imagine it. <laughs> Just imagine your yeah. head. No, I don't want to imagine that right now. Thank you. She was so funny yes. and, and fun. I was like, more Madison. Yeah, yeah I like this version of Madison because not gonna lie, I did not like her in the yeah. first few seasons yes. where I didn't like her until the college graduation. Agreed. That was the Agreed. first time that I liked Madison yeah. because I was like, oh, okay, she's actually like a person. A person. <laughs> she's not just she a no narcissist. longer yes, she no longer became really a one dimensional character. Yeah. For right. Us. We yeah. started to see more of her and we're continuing to do that. And they're not making her to be quite frank, she's just not as annoying anymore. Yeah. Thank goodness. She yeah. has more substance when she speaks and I actually want to hear what she has to say. Whereas yeah. in the beginning it was just like, Oh, this girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she hit her 33 mark, and she's like, "Okay, I got my stuff together. Yeah. I yes. get it. I got it. I'm there. My her knowledge vision is, is different. It's different. It's <laughs> we're focused. We're laser beam. Um, and obviously, she gave some great advice about Kate and Toby. Yep. Um, I'm hoping that because it came from Madison, and obviously we have our opinions about Madison. And I think yep. that Kate still semi has those opinions about her too. That the fact that Madison can tell her that advice, she's like, oh, maybe I really should hear her. Yes. And like, listen right. to my husband, and like, maybe he really did mean it. Right. Well, and like, and we definitely did see her take all of that in and reflect it back to Toby yes. because she went directly back home and was like, "Look, I had this revelation." You know, like he was like, "How was brunch with Madison?" And he's laying there with Jack, and she just realizes all of this. And yeah. my favorite part was her acknowledging her resentment for him Mm -hmm. and acknowledging the fact that he's probably resenting her because she's resenting him. And like, that's such a very true part in why relationships crumble is because something happens and your inability to communicate ultimately makes you resent each other. And then there's almost like, I feel like resentment is one of the worst things that can happen in a relationship because there's no coming back from it. Like once you resent a person, you don't want to 
look at them. You don't want to be around them. You don't want to hear their voice. You're just done. Mm -hmm. And so for them to acknowledge this and then go together and look at one of the many great Toby gestures, I was like, this is special. This is them being able to move forward. It was a very Jack gesture. Yes. It was very cute. I loved it. And obviously we saw the flash forward that it's a very... Jack. It sticks around. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time, so I still want to get to our news and gossip, our special segment, and the predictions. So, Oof. do you have the news and gossip Yes, for I us? do. Ooh. All right. Yes. Stop it. That's you. That's you. That is me. And my boy, Sterling. We're best friends now. But no, last week for Black History Month, uh... Uh, Sterling had this whole meeting with Black Press. He wanted to talk about diversity and inclusion, especially yes. when it comes to entertainment and actors, have but also in general. Have you been sitting on this without telling us? I have. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look at that right there. Yeah, so that's us in the squad. And, of course, I had to ask him because I'm such a This Is Us fan. In this episode, we actually that's got to it. see it before it came out. And um, I asked him, you know, in therapy, you he was very open about that he goes to therapy. Uh-huh. And so I was asking him, okay, when was it weird for you? Does your therapist know who you are? And was that weird for you? And he said, of course. The first thing he asked his therapist was, do you know who I am? She said, yes, I'm a fan of This Is Us. He's like, <laughs> all right, you know, it's no problem. He's like, yeah. I change a little bit because it's just like, okay, someone You're knows on who guard. I am. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, but I still love my therapist. He's like, I didn't react like Randall did. He's like, I was a little bit more chill about it. But it was really cool that he had this experience, and it was just a lovely time. Wow. He also just broke out in, in random song. So cool. He broke yes. out in song. Yes, for a whole three minutes. Right <laughs> for how long? Three minutes. He sung a whole acapella song. It was a song I did not know from the 70s. That was his favorite song growing up that he listened to with his mom. And he just broke out singing it. He was like, it goes a little something like, and he's just like... (laughs) You're just Uh, saying the whole song. Okay. I have a recording, but I can't play it now, but it was great. Now, if you watch him on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I'm a huge fan of that show, too, he does sing a whole song of the show. So I was like, oh, you sing. (laughs) Oh, Okay. Great. Of course he does. Yeah, course, what can Sterling King Brown not yeah, do? Exactly. So that Very was a wonderful cool. day. That is really Oh, uh, I can't wait to hear more about that. Uh, I'll, tell, awesome. I'll tell you guys later. Yes, <laughs> please, 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 please. So we're moving on to our special segment. Is that it for Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, guys, it's no longer one tissue, two tissue, three tissue, four tissue, five. It is one ply, two ply, three ply, four ply, five ply. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. I feel like I have to do that every time. Um, for you guys that are new, or if you've just forgotten, um, our tissue moments are ranked from one to five. One to five. Uh, I got so confused there for a second with my hands. Um, where one is a, oh, that was really nice. That was a heartwarming moment. To five, where you sound like the voiceover. She's sobbing hysterically. Um who would like to take it away first? I will oh, throw the toilet oh. paper to you. All right. There you go. Oh, we're going to TP it. Oh, my. So this is, I guess it, it's going to be, it's supposed to be two. It's supposed Whoa. to be two. That's Whoa. two ply? Go. That's it's not two, two ply. Whoa. That's like, what is it? That's like, I don't know. That's, how many squares? I'm new to the toilet yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mine is, oh, I feel like it's a random one, but it's that flash forward when you see that Jack, um, adult Jack is actually still using that mm. music room and that Toby, who was having such a hard time relating, actually gave him his passion in his yeah. adult world. So I don't, that made me be like, oh. so maybe it does all come together. So yeah, that was mine. Mine, okay, I think I'm going to do it just this, I'm just going to. It was two. There ply. we go. Yep. So we're just gonna go. We're gonna go with two. 
and <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna go with two because I didn't really tear up much in this episode. But what got my warm fuzzies going was definitely finally the scene. Obviously, I was pretty passionate about that one between Kate and Toby when they went in and saw the music studio, and she was very accepting of it. I thought it was pretty awesome. Public romantic over here. What can I say? <laughs> Mine was two ply as well. One two. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's you were sobbing over that moment. <laughs> you really were upset about the whole sense. room. But um, mine is two ply because of the moment with Kevin and Rebecca in the car, and she's like, "I don't want this day to end." And he looks at her and says, "Mom, it's going to end no matter what. Yeah. Like today is always going to end, but there is tomorrow." So Deep I was just like, here. "Oh." That was a good so one. So good. That was a very good moment. I know. Dab a little. Dab a little. And dabbing into our quick, quick, quick predictions. Speed predictions. Ooh, Speed predictions. What's the start? TV take it, take it. Take it, take it. Uh, I don't know. Go, Paris. Pressure, pressure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got nothing right now. Not right now. I think that it's going to be a huge blowout between uh, Randall and Kevin. I thought it was going to obviously be the um, the cabin. It was not. Um, but I also know this because I saw the previews for next week's episode. Yeah, see, I'm mostly, mine's not really predictions. Mine mostly curiosities. I'm yes. curious as to what their big blow up is now going to be. I'm curious about Kate's health because I'm kind of on the side that a lot of people are on with the yes. prediction of her being the one that actually passes away that we see in the future, so mm. that's kind of where I see that. Oh, and I think that Miguel actually might pass away before Rebecca as well. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah might I push think... her over, not push her over the edge, well, that's oh. not awful, but I mean, which might also infringe on her health. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, we have a lot to learn. We only have a few more episodes left. I think we only have three more weeks. Three, four. We're done on March 24th. That's the last episode, guys. So keep watching. Thank you so much for always being such huge fans of the after show and the show. We love talking about This Is Us with you guys. My name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Hey, guys. I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose. Paris with two R's. And last but not least, you can find me on Instagram, Haley One. Great. Oh no, that's my Twitter. Oh. Twitter is Haley One Graves Two. Instagram Haley Graves with two S's slapped onto the end. Yes. So guys, we will see you all next week. Bye. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 